Hello and welcome back to the Premier League Project. So in this episode, we're going to be discussing Gareth Southgate's most recent England squad. So I'll just go through... In fact, we'll start with introducing the guest. We've got Mark on. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Scott. No worries. Right, anyway, we'll go back to where we were. <laughs> so the, the actual team is picked, the 23-man squad. So we've got Dean Anderson, Sam Johnson, Nick Pope, Ben Chilwell, Connor Cody, Eric Dyer, Reese James, Harry Maguire, Tyrone Mings, Luke Shaw, John Stones, Kieran Trippier, Kyle Walker, Jude Bellingham, Phil Foden, Jesse Lingard, Mason Mount, Calvin Phillips, Declan Rice, James Ward-Prowse, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford, Bakayo Saka, Raheem Sterling, and Ollie Watkins. That is the squad. So, should we start Should we start in with the goalkeepers then? And go, build go on then. Yeah, go on then. So, for start then, are you happy with the... Because obviously John Pickford's injured for anyone that doesn't mm. know. Besides that, are you happy with them, them selections? Yeah, I think I am. I think I am. Um, I mean, I can't really think of anyone else that would really get in there. It's just, it, the question is, who's going to be the number one? Is it going to be, obviously, it's between Henderson and Nick Pope. Um, I'm sort of leaning toward Henderson being the number one. I don't, I don't I know what you think. I knew you'd be. <laughs> no, I think that's I think that's what Southgate will do though. That isn't my opinion. I think he'll probably have Henderson as number one. For anyone that is, doesn't know, Mark is obsessed with Dean Henderson. <laughs> like, let's say I have quite the contrary views to that. <laughs> he's a good keeper. He's not. He's the keeper. problem. He's not a bad keeper. He ain't a bad keeper. The issue is, I think he gets overhyped because he just. He probably does. He probably does. Time. Yeah, it is. Doesn't mean he's not a good keeper though. He is a good really. No, it's keeper. the whole. It's the whole. Do you remember when Mason Mount were getting picked over Jack Grealish? And although Mason Mount was still a good player, yeah, sort of everyone was hating on him because it and it wasn't really his fault. It's just how it happened. Yeah, I think the same thing is sort of happening with Dean Anderson. Like it's annoying me that he's getting so much attention. <laughs> at all. Well, so it's gone then, Scott. Who's your number one then? If it was up to you, is it Nick Pope or Dean Anderson? Um, well, I think Nick Pope's better as an actual, as the old-fashioned goalkeeper. So saving the ball, catching the ball, and everything like that. You go Nick Pope all day long, I think. Mm. But I think Dean Anderson's distribution is a tad better. Mm. Yeah. I mean, oh. for me, it's, it's I, I think it's quite obvious who the number one should be. I think Dean Anderson's a far better keeper than Nick Pope, to be fair. Nick Sam Pope has been in good form as well. Well, the only other name I'd throw in there is that actually there's two in there. There's McCarthy at um, Southampton's had a pretty decent season. Uh, and Cal Darlow at Newcastle, who's had mm. been quite... There was good. also a um, the Brighton goalkeeper, um, Robert Sanchez. He he um, got called up for Spain, so he's obviously chose Spain instead of England because obviously there's a lot of reports saying that um, he had a choice between England and Spain, so he's. I presume they've had discussions with England and Spain, but he, he chose to be the number one for Spain. So it's the same two. situation with uh, Martinez, isn't it? Aston Villa. Yeah. He, he sort of. I think he yeah. can still choose to be English, which touch what he does because he would then definitely be number one for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the goalkeepers, though, isn't it? Uh, another yeah, one I wanted to put to you, Scott, is um, yeah. I know I'm moving on to the defence already. I feel like I'm over yeah. the other minute. <laughs> no, um, I was just going to say, what do you think about the Wan-Bissaka situation? Because he's obviously at Manchester United, he's the starting right back every single week. And um, it looks like he's he's not really going to be in Gareth Southgate's plans and he might be switching allegiance. What do you think to that? For me, I don't know how you think on this, he's just not good enough going forward. Like He's actually, mm. all, like he can defend all he wants, but the fact is, 
a lot of games England are going to play in this tournament, we're going to have a lot of the ball. Yeah. You know, and you need then a, a, a decent attacking fullback who's sort of competent. Yeah, good. I agree. And I'm, I'm sorry, but Wamsaka isn't that player. I think there's players in the current England squad as it is now that are just far superior than Wamsaka in in both departments. Yeah. Well, you, you I, I do at, think Kyle Walker so. is a very good right back. I know, I know, he gets a lot of criticism. He, makes he, mistakes, is, right? he does make mistakes, but I think he's a very, very good right back, and I think he's he's better than Trent, uh, not Trent. He's better than Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Aaron Wan-Bissaka seems to make less mistakes than Walker, but actually, if no one makes either, and no one makes mistakes, then and that's yeah. he just provides more going forward. Does Kyle Walker? I think he he, he does. The one, tricky one's weird though. Especially when we're playing like five at the back, you wonder if Juan Musa could almost come in as a third centre half, or do you know something yeah. like that? But possibly, yeah. But he's, he's better. Really. The, the only the only time I could ever see Juan Musa working is if they've got like a Mbappe on the left, but he's probably playing up front anyway, or Ronaldo's playing off the left, or do you know how big players playing off the left like Hazard, mm. and Juan Musa can just mark him out of the game and not yeah, do anything yeah. going forward, but it's just he's so just sort of for a one up. game. A one-off game in a major tournament with a big yeah. game. Mm. That's the only. T- but then you do, you want to. There's got no. They're not gelling together, are they? At that point. So I don't. Yeah. I still don't know. See another one is the trippy one that confuses me because he's only been back for sort of five days since his his ban, and um, mm. I don't understand how he's getting in that squad ahead of certain. I mean, there's obviously injuries to a few right backs like Tarek Lamptey's obviously injured, James Justin's injured. But the the trippier one above Trent, I mean, we all know Trent's abilities and we all know why he's been dropped because he hasn't had a brilliant season. And to an extent, I can back it because I hope it makes him hungrier for the Euros and um, he really picks up his form. But Trippier on merit does not deserve to be in that England squad. No, I, I would agree. The thing, I don't know if this is true. Is there a bit of it where, well, I, I commented on someone's post yesterday and said, is there something about Gareth Southgate who thinks Trippier's, uh, not Trippier, Trent's definitely going to be my squad in the summer. So there's no mm. point picking him because I want to test out other players. Say that again, Scott. You just liked him the last bit for me. Is, is there a situation where Gareth Southgate doesn't pick Trent because he just thinks he's definitely going to be my squad so I don't need to see any more of him? I know he's going to I, I think it's, it is a good point, Scott. I think you're right. Because Trent, we all know what he's, he's capable of. And I think it, like it's the old saying, isn't it? Class is permanent, form is temporary. It won't last with Trent because he, he's too good. So I yeah. think Southgate knows that he'll be going to the Euros. I think. He's, well, he's, yeah. he's the best. He's the. I still think he's the best attacking fullback in world football. Like really? going forward. Yes. Yeah. Technically, he definitely is, isn't he? Uh, yeah, his defending is is questionable at times, and everyone knows that. But yeah. going forward, he is absolutely exemplary. Yeah, I, I can agree. Also, for me, for me he's, he's almost first choice right back on the on the team sheet, to be honest. But. Yeah, I can only agree. Little side note, just, just for the viewers listening, I'm sure you'll you probably hear the news, but the Champions League draws come out and it is tasty. Real Madrid versus Liverpool. Bayern Munich right. versus PSG. All Chelsea right. versus Porto and Man City versus Dortmund. What, what do you think of that, Scott? I mean, that's a cracking draw. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good draw. Because most of the, the English sides should be going through. Bar Liverpool against Real Madrid, that could be a game. Man City going, should beat. Yeah. Be that fixture as well. Man City will beat yeah. Dortmund, I would presume. It's good for English football because two of those three should progress. I mean, Man City will beat Dortmund. I think Liverpool will beat. I don't rate Madrid, to be honest. I don't think no, I'm, I'm with you. But that's the only one that's sort of like a... Um, and then get get 50, one of the big clubs out in 
Bayern Munich and PSG as well. Yeah, Bayern Munich, PSG, one of those will go out. Well, that's a cracking draw, especially for England. Yeah. Because I, I don't know what you think, Scott, but I always like to see English teams go as far as they can in, in I, I do. The only team I object to is Man United. So my rule yeah. counts everything, but last night I wanted to see AC Milan beat them. It's the only, yeah. only one that it counts for. He's a Leeds fan if you didn't know for the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to what we were saying. Sorry, Scott. Yeah. We were, Little yeah, tangent. We <laughs> Right, so um, yeah. yeah, do you remember in essential defence then? Because there's a new, there's a man that's been called up, and I mean, everyone thought he was going to be called back up in John Stones. He's mm. warranted, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. He's been he's been uh, really good this season, especially next to Diaz. It's just the question whether is he still going to be performing sort of to the same levels with Diaz, not next to him. I know he has with the Laporte next to him as well, but they're obviously two very good centre offs. So it will probably be Maguire next to him, don't you think, Scott? I, I would, yeah, they're, they're the two I'd go for. See that that isn't. On paper, it doesn't sound like that centre-back partnership's got everything. Like It doesn't. It sounds like there's areas to exploit there because there's not a lot of recovery pace with the leader of them. Um, but again, they're both Stone's in centre-off. Stone's in no. slow. No, he's not slow. He's not slow. Um, and, and to be fair, Laporte is, is quite a slow centre-off and he, he's played with him quite well. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see who the actual two starting centre-backs are. But I still think he'll be the back five as well, mate. Thing, yeah, as so much that, as I that would be Connor Cody, Maguire, and Stones, or maybe Eric Dyer. I think he'll play Walker in the three at the back. Ooh, we could do, I think he'll do Walker, Maguire, Stones, and then well, they, that, that's that's a good balance because you've got Walker's recovery pace as well. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but Walker just makes too many mistakes for me. He's just one of them players, mm. like, he's the sort of Man that gives away a penalty in the World Cup final, like a stupid penalty. Because was it, wasn't he at fault for the Croatia second goal in the semi final? No, that, 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 that was John Stones. Oh, was it just Stones, right? Yeah. And the other one I'm, I'm quite surprised at is Tyro Mings. Now, I'm not, I've never been convinced that he's international quality, no, and especially to be called up to a squad just before the Euros really surprises me because usually you pick your, your players you want to assess sort of um, at the start of the season in, in meaningless international breaks but this one is obviously the last time they're really going to get together before the, the Euros um, so I find it weird because it, it looks like Tyrone Mings might be going to the Euros I mean who who else do you really have there though really he's left footed which is a big help for me mm. yeah you don't really have a, another sort of strong left footed centre half having said that though Maguire does play on the left of t- two quite often at Man United yeah he does even Ben White I would have Probably had over Tyrone Mings to be honest. How Obviously, about yeah, you know a lot about Ben White. Scott. Oh, Ben White's superb defender. He's he, he's yeah. brilliant at bringing the ball out. He, he's a bit like John Stones to be honest. That's quite a similar comparison. Yeah, that's sort of the best. So, the best. What, so are you saying that Ben White's better than than Tyrone Mings? <sighs> yeah, I'd probably say so. Yeah, yeah I, I'd I, rather, I, agree. I think Mings is just sort of he's all right, but he's I think Conter's better to be honest. I generally do. Do you reckon? Yeah, no, I do. I think Conte's he's had a good season. Point. Yeah. Even that Courtney House is what Courtney Horse is it? Courtney House. Courtney Horse, yeah. Yeah, he's had a good season as well, but yeah, Ezri Conter's probably not too far away from an England call. I think he might just be a bit too young, and there's obviously Ben Godfrey at Everton as well. That's, that's yeah, yeah, Ben Godfrey, of course. Michael Keane as well. I'm not thinking about Keane, but I think Godfrey for the future might might be it. Might be. Is Michael Keane injured? We have a quick look. I might be actually, might be. Uh, no, he's just been left out. It looks like, yeah. 
And then left backs then. We ain't got as many left backs. And I think he's picked the two that everyone sort of would have expected him to. I don't think there's any others really. Besides, uh, Justin's obviously injured now, but maybe yeah. before, might have been. He, he was in that squad, Justin. Scott, what do you think uh, then? Ben Sherwell or Shaw for number one? Um, I'm, I'm Shaw for me. Yeah. I think Shaw on merit is definitely the, the starting number one. We we know Ben Shaw's capabilities, but it hasn't he hasn't been starting in the last sort of ten games since two shows come in. He's been on and off. So Shaw's been yeah. terrific as well. I think actually, in, if you're playing, that's another. To be fair, that's another way you could do it. You can in a three if you're playing three at the back. You couldn't put Shaw at a three at the back. We've seen that a lot of Man United as well. And then yeah. you put Chilwell yeah. left left wing back. That could work. Yeah. It, yeah, that, that's a good good idea actually. Luke Shaw has played in the back. There's I, options in defence. I'd actually. rather see Luke Shaw playing in the back three than a Kyle Walker. That's I'm not that, sure. That's because Kyle Walker's just got a bit more. Um, I mean, he's played it a lot more with England anyway. This is obviously only Luke Shaw's. Um, right, is it his first recall since he sort of was left out a couple of years ago? I can't remember. I thought he had an. I thought he played more recently than. Yeah, actually, I think you might be right. Either way, he's not. He's not as used to the back three as as Kyle Walker would be. So it's it's a big risk to put him in a back three. For they the played Euro. it against PSG though, when Man United got that two and win, didn't they? And he played. Yeah. Two. Yeah, I know, but I think Southgate just knows the profile of player he wants there. I think Luke Shaw's probably more of a. a well, for me, we shouldn't even be discussing this five at the back nonsense anyway, because we should be playing four. But you know, I agree. Four, two, three, one's my preferable. System. Yeah, I would. I would. I would tend to agree with. Um, so are, you, are, you, are you sure chill over chill well then? I'm guessing you are. Uh, I'm sure, yeah. I'm yeah. sure. You're sure about sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, and then we move on to the midfielders. Now, again, in the midfield, there's quite a few injuries, isn't there? I think stopping a few people. Mm. There. Yeah, there's a lot of injuries, to be fair. Henderson's the main sort of one. There's Henderson, Madison, Grealish, and there's another one. Uh, it'll come to me. But, uh, uh, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Mm. But um, so you instead, of, I think Jesse Lingard's quite a big talking point because he's been out since for a while. What What do you think about him coming back? And is it is it warranted? I think it probably is warranted with the current injuries. It probably is. I think if Henderson, Madison, and Greedish are all fit, I don't think there's any room for him. I don't know what, what you think to that. No, I, I I would I would agree. The only thing I, he does offer you is he's something a bit different, isn't it? Like Madison, sort of Mount. I know they play a bit different positions, Matt, mm. but they're sort of similar. Whereas uh, Lingard's more a lot of r- good running power and stuff like that that maybe them them don't offer you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed to the selection because I think he's been really, really good since he's come in to West Ham. But looking at that midfield, it does look quite lightweight. I mean, that's that's hopefully not going to be the, the selection come the Euros. If it was, I'd be quite worried. But I, I presume he's going to play. Henderson will be in there for the Euros. Yeah, Henderson will be there, but I presume Rice will be in that midfield. Phil Foden and possibly Mason Mount might be in the, in the three. Yeah. It depends because it, 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 it wouldn't surprise me if we start the first game with five defenders against San Marino and two holding midfielders in Calvin Phillips and Declan Rice. Mm, it could happen. The, I feel surely like not against like Sam. Right? We've got, we got San Marino. Uh, Poland and another one. I can't remember. Uh, is it Lithuania? I can't remember. It's Albania. 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 There you go. Yeah. But, um, Jude Bellingham's an interesting one as well. Yeah, he is. Going back to just the thing, I, I don't almost think he's done it for long enough yet. 
Like he's probably mm-hmm. doing it for like two months. Who else do you put in there? That's that's sort of the question that I'll put to you. Who do you put else? Who else goes in that midfield um, squad other than than Jesse Lingard? You you make a good point to be fair. Mm. I mean, there's it's, it's injuries, isn't it, Scott? There's, yeah, there's a lot of injuries. Madison's still out, isn't it? Yeah, Madison's still out. Yeah, I still don't. I I don't think he he's Madison's gonna go to be honest at all. But, See, if you asked me this before he got injured, I'd say he's a stick on because he probably was. It's just whether he can get back up. To, I think he was. I, I I generally do believe it's just whether I, he can get back up. I I picked, I picked Mount Grealish and Ford all over him. I don't think you've got any room for another one. Mm, you do. Look at that. They've got James Wall Prowse and Jess Lingard in there and Jude Bellingham. Yeah, but we don't we don't have Grealish in that team. Which is another one. There, I think there's enough space for Madison. I you mean take Madison out, take out James Ward Prowse for Henderson, you take out Jesse Lingard for um Grealish. The thing is what I will say is if obviously Madison we don't know when he's gonna come back from injury yet, it's still not there's still no timeline on it, but if he does come back and he doesn't you know, it's gonna be difficult for him to get back up to the heights that he was showing. With only a few games to go, that that will be his um, downfall. But um, hopefully, he can b- get back to the form that he was showing and go to the Euros. I don't. If I'm being honest, I, I don't think you will see him anywhere near it. I mean, I can see it more now, obviously, with with the injury. But what what do you think about Calvin Phillips? Because the Calvin Phillips Rice debate, I think, is a bit gone now. I think for me, Rice is the superior footballer. Yeah. However, yeah, yeah, Calvin but... Phillips does have sort of attributes. Um, in a, that are better than Declan Rice if you want a different sort of player. Like he's a much better passer of the ball than Declan Rice is Calvin Phillips. Like the way he switches the ball from left to right for Leeds is, is sort of quite some. Uh, well, that's really. also sort of one of Rice's um, traits as well, though, isn't it? Yeah, he's, no, he's a, but he's not. He's nowhere. He's not a good passer of the ball like um, Phillips is. He's better running out with the, from the back with it for me. But actually, sort of spraying a fifty-yard pass, I'd have Phillips every day over him. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's a. It's, I think with Rice, we've got one of the best holding midfielders this country's produced in a long, long time. I really do believe that because it's not often you get an English midfielder who's very, very good at sort of breaking up the game, but also very, very capable on the ball. And that's probably something that we've, we've lacked for quite a while. Going back and thinking about our squads of the past, we've so, tried so many different people in that position. I remember Jack Wilshere even playing there once. Yeah, we've never we haven't had a good a really good old midfielder for a while, have we? No, because Henderson's like tried to Henderson, do it. He's not really yeah. old either. Exactly, and I think with Rice now, it's obviously going to be his first major tournament. I think this could be quite a pivotal um, <clears throat> selection. So I'm hoping that Rice um, produces for England. And I don't know. I think Calvin Phillips could have a part to play in the Euros, um, possibly for rotation rotational purposes. With obviously quite a few group games in a short space of time um, but but for me it's Declan Rice Yeah no I, 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 would, I would tend to agree and then Jude Bellingham you mentioned a bit earlier mm. I don't confess to know loads about Bellingham do you, do you know a bit more about him than me? Um, I probably know a little bit more I mean I haven't watched um, all of Dortmund's games but for the, for the games that I've watched him especially in the Champions League I think he's shown really really good qualities Especially for such a young lad as well. I think he's... Is he 17 or 18? Um, Max, just, having, just gone 18. Yeah, he's just... He's 17. He's 17. Wow. That, I mean, that for a 17-year-old to be playing week in, week out for Bushy Dorman is, you know, that warrants a place in the England squad. Because I think if you 
good enough, then you're young enough, really. That's that's the that's the motto for me, and I think Drew Bellingham's got. Yeah, that that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Drew Bellingham's got some qualities that that probably we don't have in that that midfield as well. He's quite similar to Phil Foden. Obviously, he's a little bit more physical. He's a lot taller, um, but he's really good at running with the ball and. He's a more number eight from what I've gathered, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. But I then, think he's, would you he's put his a best mount, work box to box. Would yeah. you put Mount in that position, though, over, over Bellingham? Depends what system you're playing. If you're going to play a three in midfield with two double pivots, two double pivots, um, pivots, I'd play Rice at the base. I'd probably play Phil Foden in one of them and then Henson in the other. So that would be for the Euros, but obviously... In this um, current squad for the friendlies, I presume Jude Bellingham will probably play that role. Maybe Mason Mount as well. Maybe a Ward Prowse as well. Yeah, maybe a Ward Prowse. Again, it's it is the last sort of. I mean, my idea with the March squad before a major tournament is it's the last chance to play. You you play your best team, don't you? You play your best team. You see what works. I can't understand him not picking T double A. TWA. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm with. I'm, I don't know why I can't do that. <laughs> TWA. <laughs> oh, dude. In myself, laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah with TWA, though, he's um, he's not been in great form, has he? And uh, it, it has worked <laughs> before. Like, <laughs> no, it has worked before because he, he's left Trippier and he's left Walker out before Southgate and then they've played their way back into the squad. And it, and it sort of motivates players and it could work. Yeah, but I don't think he should effect. be dropped from the squad because I don't think he's been... He's got an obsession with Kyle Walker and Trippier, is he? He's got an obsession with Trippier, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Five days. Five days he's been back from a eight, nine-month ban, whatever it's been. I mean, that's that's pretty um, extraordinary. It's definitely not on merit. It's probably just on, on sort of injuries. Yeah, I don't even know. It's not injuries because... You think just TWA? Stop calling me Trent. TWA. Oh, God. Anyway, we'll move on to the attacks. We've got DCL. HK. Got BS anyway, as well. Anyway, so, oh, for God's sake. Right. He's, he was missing there. So with the, the main one I think that I'm going to put forward, Bamford. Jamie Gardy. So thoughts on him? Uh, hmm. I'm I'm really stuck on Bamford because he's he's not international level for me. However, I'm when I pick an English squad, I'm always the one that picks it on merit. That's sort of my uh, mentality for it. And does Ollie Watkins deserve to get ahead of Bamford? No, he doesn't. So, if I am picking it on merit, then Bamford's got to be in there for me. So, so you're, you you can follow your merit you want, but you still want to pick, even if they're not like you accept that Trent's not going through the best time, but yeah. he still wants a place. Well, to an extent, merit. Of course, you're going to pick you if that if, if one of your best players is not scored in ten games, you're still going to pick him, aren't you? So, to an extent. But yeah, if Jane looks for the rest of the season, he's still going to be in the team. Exactly, exactly. But especially for like a, a second or third choice striker, that's that's more put on merit, I'd say. Yeah, you see... Is, is Ollie Watkins really going to start? No. Is Bamford going to start? No. So it's sort of like a token gesture. Um, and, and if you're doing it on token gesture, then you're going to give it to, to Bamford because he's had the better season. 
That's my so outlook on it. How about like this? Is Ings injured? How about Ings? Ings is not injured, but he's been in horrific form. I don't think he's scored in since Liverpool in January or something. Yeah, he's the he's the only other other one in here really. It's Bamford, mm. Watkins, Ings. Yeah. Calvin's in there, obviously, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you probably none of them. Are, uh, how many strikes do you take though? Because you you could take three, and then you are picking between one of them, aren't you? The risky no thing with three is if you want to play a three-five-two, you've only got and if one of them gets injured, you can't really play that system anymore. Yeah, but so put Rashford up front, don't you? Yeah, mm, yeah, good point. Yeah, but Rashford is included in the sort of forwards, isn't he? he no, what? Yeah, but he is. But we've got three. We're taking three strikers and Rashford in this one. Oh, okay, all right then. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, if you take Rashford as well, and then do you are you still taking three strikers? Because well, I don't I've know if you do. The four strikers that will go to the Euros for me is Dominic Calvert Lewin, Harry Kane, Marcus. We'll say Marcus Rashford. I think Ollie Watkins will go. I, I do think he will go. And then I think Callum Wilson, Patrick Bamford, um, Danny Ings could all possibly have a have a shot of going, but it's just how many strikers you take, really. How about Tommy Abraham? Mm. <sighs> nah. I'd rather have Patrick Bamford over Tommy Abraham, to, to be honest. See, I've, I'm watching Bamford for a while now. There's a lot of people calling for me, and a lot of Leeds fans calling for me. If you're a Leeds fan, you're lying to yourself. He he, he isn't he isn't England quality. Yeah, I agree. on on his goals to game this season and how many goals he scored from open play. Yes, I get it. But if you actually analysed how good of a footballer he is, he is not England level. That, well, that is any the, of these, are any of the strikers I'm about to list, England level. You you say if they are Scott, Callum Wilson, Danny Ings, Patrick Bamford, um, Ollie Watkins. Are any of them England level? No, no. No, but I think there's. I think that Ings is a, a better striker than yeah, yeah. than Bamford. I do think that. The only thing Bamford, he's a bit like... Bamford's got good link-up play. I will agree with that. But mm. it, if he's in, it's all about big moments in the World Cup. And he, I just yeah. Bamford doesn't strike me as a man that if it's the 90th minute and you bring him on as a sub, he yeah, doesn't. I agree. I generally think if you like, for instance, Jermaine Defoe and Danny Ings, I think are, are so similar, so so similar. Jermaine Defoe went to pretty much every major tournament when he was playing. I think Danny Ings, for me, is probably the pick of the bunch out of those ones I've listed. Because if you've got 10 minutes to go um, and you, you trail him 1-0 uh, or something, if a, if a chance falls to him and you put Danny Ings on, if a chance falls to him, more often than not, you're going to put it in the back of the net. Now, I know he's not been doing that of late for Southampton, but he is a top-quality striker and he is he's like a Jermaine Defoe for England. And he's not going to start, but I'd rather take him than any of the the three that I've listed or the four that I've listed. How about Jamie Vardy? Is there a way where you call Jamie Vardy and go, look, last tournament, do you want to come? No, I can't see it myself. Jamie Vardy, he won't go to a, he won't go to a major tournament if he's not going to start. I think that was, that was the point that he, he sort of made because Harry Kane is obviously um, a superb striker, but for most of Jamie Vardy's international career, he was sort of a little bit ahead of, of Harry Kane in terms of goal scoring and, and sort of Eva, I, I would always say that Kane's the better player. Yeah, he's the better he's the better all round player. But Jamie Vardy is one on one. Jamie Vardy, there's no better striker in the Premier League for me. Harry Kane is is known for his sort of hold up play, link up play, build up play, drops deeper. Jamie Vardy's going to make those runs in behind. But if he's one on one, well, they're different players, top. aren't they? That's why I, yeah. that's why I I put his name forward because Rashford can sort of do that role. 
But he's not. He's nowhere near as clever enough to make nowhere, his forward run. He's nowhere near as clinical either when he's in front of goal. <laughs> yeah. Jamie Vardy. It's not even like comparable, is it? The only person that really sort of does it, in that, which I guess is why he's brought him, is Ollie Watkins. He's sort of a bit similar. Like he's he good in behind. He, he can do sort of stuff that Jamie Vardy can do. He's just not. He's just not as clinical in front not of goal. As clinical, yeah. I mean, Ollie Watkins is um, a good Premier League striker, but again, he, he's another one that's not England level. Not yet, anyway. He has got potential. He's only younger, isn't he, so Watkins? He's not, he's not actually young, though, is he? No, but he's like 20, 23, I believe. So. No, he's he's 25. 25. Is he 25? Yeah. Why? I think you were 23. <laughs> 25, turning 26 in December. So he's not he's like a... at 25. Hmm. Like in six years' time, he could still be. Re- he could yeah, be really. Yeah. Good. He could, but right now he's. I mean, like I say, it's a token gesture for these third or fourth choice strikers, isn't it? So I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. And then the final sort of person I want to mention. Oh, actually, there's two more I want to mention. Rashford. Now, the problem I've got with Rashford, I don't have a problem with him being in the squad on sort of level. He should he should pull himself out of the squad. Now I don't really care about if he plays for Man United. I'd rather him pull himself out of the Man United squad, but that ain't going to happen. So for me, Rashford can't go because Rashford's injured. Like he's he's got an ankle injury and he's got a shoulder injury. He's been playing for. The, if he just, if he carries on like this, he's going to literally ruin his career. That is what, like mm. Jim Rooney. He they always said that the only problem with Alex Ferguson had is he overplayed Rooney, and then in, yeah. in later, later career he didn't he didn't have the sort of successes. In the sort of thirties, in like early thirties, when players still can carry on at that level now, yeah, because he got burnt out too young. Now, for me, Rashford is going to turn into that. He's going to have his career over by 27, 28 if he carries on he the way. He started so young, didn't he? You made his debut. That's at what I mean. 18. He started at eighteen, yeah. and he's basically played consistently since then. And now, and now he's decided to play with injuries to his ankle and shoulder, and getting injections at the start of the game. It's not. It really isn't on. You're gonna like. He won't obviously be listening to this, but he, he, he's got to pull himself out, hasn't he? I think so, and it's just a case of who you put in, so I'll put that to you, Scott. Well, at that point, I think, do you go Bamford at that point? Well, I was, I was more thinking, like, Callum Hudson at all. I think he's he's been good since Tuchel's come in. That's a, it's a fair shout, yeah. Yeah, I no, think Callum Hudson at has been on the verge of a, of a call-up, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I could agree with that. The only thing is Watkins can also play on, like he can play on the wing himself. So yeah, yeah. But um, no, Ra- Rashford, if he, he if he's got any sense, and we know he has because of what he's obviously done. But um, he, he needs to pull himself out, then. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's not fit. Yeah, and and the sort of final uh, person I want to mention is Raheem Sterling. Now he's not had a good year either at all. Yeah. Does he warrant being in the England squad? It goes back to a point. It's like, um, I, I usually pick it on merit to an extent. However, with Raheem Sterling, we know his quality and we know he can change a game in a second. So it's just whether you want to... I, I mean, if there was a player, if there was like Sancho in there, and if it was a choice between Sterling and Sancho, then you're obviously choosing Sancho because he's been in very good form in the last half of the season. Mm. So I'm not sure if Sterling would have I, he probably still would have got the call up, let's be real. But he might have done a Trent Alexander-Arnold Southgate and, and left him out for this one. But Sancho, for me, is is the start. I wouldn't start uh, Sterling at the Euros, definitely not. See, this is why I don't understand you, see. 
if you if your whole point is with Trent that you don't pick him because it's going to make him more hungry, why not pick Callum Hudson-Odoi over him, Sterling? We're not we're going to beat all them. At least we should do anyway. Mm. San Marino, Poland is maybe a bit tricky with Lewandowski, but besides him, they don't really have anyone else. And then Albania. Now, Albania are out of the side either. So you've got two there, complete, easy. Like, San Marino are the worst teams in world football. Like, they just, yeah. that's the truth. So yeah. why not give uh, someone like a Cam Hudson a die shot? I, I don't understand. Like, yeah. you can't, it's sort of, the way I look at it is one rule applies to all, and it? That's how it is. I mean, even um, Mason Greenwood as well. Because I think Mason Greenwood's a, a player that's, I know he's been called up, a lot of them, I think Hudson Adoy and Mason Greenwood and Smith Rowe have all been called up for the under 21 um, Euros that's yeah. taking place, the group stage is taking place in March. So they obviously want them to get experience there. But for me, Smith Rowe, Hudson Adoy and um, Mason Greenwood, one of those three have got to be in the, in the senior squad. Um, like you say, Sterling's not had a good season. So it's just whether you put Greenwood in there, who has been forming again of late. He didn't have a good start to the season, we all know that. Hudson Odoi again, he's had a, a good last few uh, months. And then who do they want to mention? Smith Rowe. Yeah. Right. Smith Rowe could could have a shot, but he's sort of more midfield, I suppose, isn't he? Yeah, when you, it's funny you mentioned Greenwood because I, I almost I forgot about him. We seem to have loads of good forwards, don't we? But yeah. surely for me, looking at then Ollie Watkins' age, like you mentioned, what, 25? Greenwood's what, 19? Yeah, sure. You're trying to bed him in because he's going to be a top top player for me. But. Yeah, that, that that's it. Oh, I forgot about that. Do you know when we were just discussing those? Who's going to be the fourth striker? It'll be Greenwood, won't it? It'll be Kane, Greenwood, um, Calvert Lewin, Calvert Lewin, and then um, Rashford, Ollie Watkins, yeah. Rashford. Yeah, actually, yeah. Greenwood will go to Euros. He's got to. He's not going to. You can't pick Ollie Watkins above Greenwood. At I think he, I generally think he does because he's done it here. But I'm not sure if he's just maybe given him a bit of a bit of experience at sort of a major tournament at youth level. I, I don't know. He could be that could be his thinking. Well, well, yeah. I mean, for me, you pick your best squad and your proper squad, don't you? What do you think to teams? But what do you think to Eberichi Eze as well? Yeah, I don't think he's quite that level, to be honest. Mm, yeah, I'd agree. Not to say he's not going to be, but I just don't quite think he's there yet. He reminds yeah. me, he's a bit, I tell you what, he's a bit like Jack Grealish, though, he says he. He is quite yeah. similar, I think. There. Yeah, I agree. But, um, yeah, and then finally, I, last thing. What What's your opinion on Gareth Southgate? See, I, I, I know you, you hate him. I know you hate him. Hates a, um, a strong As a manager, word. sorry, as a manager, yeah. Um, I, I do quite like Gareth Southgate. I, I think he definitely deserves this this tournament. Obviously, if he underperforms, then it it'll be his last tournament. You would you would have I thought. don't think it will actually, but you know, if you would have thought if he doesn't get to a semi final, it'll be his last tournament. Because I think this current set of England players should be getting to a semi final. We're favourites to win be. it. You know? We are favourites to win it. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. I'm not surprised because you look at... I mean, you can just list off a few. Foden, Kane, Grealish. I'm going to say Madison. There's loads of top-quality players there. Mount, you say. Mount, yeah. Um, Rashford. Rashford, Sterling, Sancho, Greenwood. You know, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. It's ridiculous. And that, that team should be going to a semi-final. So, I would say if Gareth Southgate... Luke Shaw, well played. Yeah, 
best yeah. best wing back in the world at the moment. Declan Rice is, is spoken about as being one of the best holding midfielders in the world. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a good team. It's a good team. Yeah, for, yeah, we've definitely got to get to at least a semi-final. Yeah. Not a final or win. I, I definitely get so. I'd, yeah, going back to the Southgate thing you asked, I definitely give him this this tournament. Obviously, he's going to get that anyway. But I would have gave him it, you know, straight after the 2018 World Cup, where a lot of people were saying we should have done better. Which we could probably, you know, we got, we did well to get to a semi-final. But when you go one and up in a semi-final against Croatia, you'd expect us to to win it. But I, I do like how he's embedded a lot. He's you know, since Roy Hodgson left, he, he's definitely changed the whole mentality of the country with England um, because there's, there's a lot of new young players. Well, we had Allardyce in that at one point as well, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And in that team... Same as one game. Yeah. And in that team, the 2016 team, there was a lot of players there that were just not good enough. And he, he's changed the, the style of play. He's, he's bedded in a lot of young players and I think that's what he's good at. He, he develops young players, so... I'm happy with Southgate and I'm, I'm fully back in for the tournament. Are you happy with the football he plays, though? Um, I mean, this, there's a few I, friendlies and stuff that have ended quite dully, but I don't think you can look into that too much. The, the, I think you've just got to judge it on the major tournament. Where we play five defenders and... And by the way, when I mean five defenders, we literally play five defenders. And then two holding midfielders in front. I know, I know, but it's... I don't think you can really judge that because there's, I think... It, it might be one of the recent... Um, Tournaments, it might be in France or Germany, I can't remember. But what one of them, them, them sort of teams obviously won the major tournament, but in qualifying they were quite poor and dull. Um, but then they obviously went on to win the tournament. So, it, you know, I think you judge a manager on a major tournament rather than qualifiers. Obviously, if you qualify, that's that's good enough. I think what it is as well with me being an elite fan, I've almost been spoiled by the way Bielsa plays football now that a lot yeah. of it isn't. Like I, when I watched England, I'm like, this is. Bielsa could do so much better. That's what that's what comes into my head every time. Yeah, yeah. I think we're both quite similar, really, because I'd say both of them, our teams play quite a good style of football and brand of football. Yeah, decent brand. Um, whereas a lot of the the players uh, or a lot of the fans around the country won't be used to that. So, but a lot of fans are probably Southgate out. I'd say it's it's more edging to, leaning towards that side of it. The, the problem is, it's one of them situations where, although I'd, it's the same with Oli at Man United, he's not the, for me, they're both not the right man for the job, but they haven't mm. done enough to be sacked yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think with Oli as well, that, that was a, that was like a long-term project, wasn't it? Same with Southgate, it's a long-term project. You're never going to get quick successes as an international manager. See, I think you so, should, though, as an international manager. I think you've got the best squad. You don't. It's not like you build a whole philosophy in a system. You don't have enough time. It's it's more just about getting the best players, gelling well, and making sure... Know, but his, 100% but historically, an international manager is at the... Is at the um, not club. Is at the, the national team for at least six years, isn't they? Historically. Which yeah, is completely no, different to club football. Long, like, it's not a long job, is it? Like You, you do it... Now and then, what three, four, three or four? But, but in six years, you've got what is that? Three major tournaments. Yeah, is that right? So there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of time for Southgate to to um sort of build the team that he wants because obviously a lot of the team we're speaking about are all sort of twenty eight and under. It's a very young team, so I'd, yeah, I'd bash. Which is why we want to get Southgate out as soon as possible so we can get him played in a proper manner. <laughs> Who would you bring in though? 
That's a, that's you realistically got to come in and, but, and take even, him job. Do you know the two different debates though, aren't they? Like, I, even if I don't actually know who to bring in, because I'm not fully sure, even if I don't know that though, I can still be Southgate out. Because then when we, we, you sort of, you can't just persist with someone else, but you can't persist with Southgate because you think I can't bring in anyone else. Yeah, no, but you've got to have a replacement. You can't just downgrade on Southgate when you just sack him. I don't think you downgrade with anyone. Really? I, I, honestly, I, I think he's no good. I really do think he's no good. If he plays 4 3 3 or 4 2 3 1 or a formation like that, I'll get on board. If he's playing five two five defenders with two older midfielders and three attackers where he just expects them to do all the work, he can get stuffed. That's as far as I'm worried. Where's heart on his sleeve, just Scott? And don't get me wrong, if we win the tournament with him playing like that, I'll be able to buy a waistcoat and, and go I'll be able to yeah, but. If it don't work, uh, there's gonna be there's gonna be uproar. <laughs> but that's yeah. what is with playing like that. If if it, if it works, fair enough. But if it doesn't mm. work, you can almost get away with it a bit more if you play nice football. Whereas if you're playing crap football, like that is, yeah, you can't get away with it. No, Especially I know, I know what you mean. Got, that's what winds me up. If we had a really good defence, then I think all right, take you take you one nils then, don't you? When we've got this team, go there and beat teams five three and stuff like that. For God's sake, like come yeah. on. Well, the thing with um, is Southgate is he, he does seem quite stubborn, doesn't he? He, he seems like he's reluctant to to um, play a four. He seems set in his ways with a five, so it, it's got to work if he's playing. He has played four, because remember that Spain win that everyone bangs on about? Do you remember we were really good yeah. that? Three four, I think we played 4-3-3 in that. Or was it 4-4-2, actually, it might be. Raheem I feel like we had two strikers, yeah. I think we had Rashford and Sterling up front, didn't we? I could get on board with that, I and mean, we ended up conceding two at the end, and it made it a bit tight. But we, mm. you know, what I mean, we went three 0 up because we've got brilliant attackers, and we have, we've got the best front line in world football for me. We actually do. Oh, I, I completely agree. Yeah, it, it, the only one you could really could compare it to is, is probably Portugal because they've I'd got Ronaldo. I'd say Felix have the best squad for me. There's a front three though, not they're, they're not above England, not above England. Who's their front three? It's um. Griezmann will be in there and Bappe and the very you put on the right. Who's yeah. Dembele possibly? But Kane's yeah, the best centre forward in the world. No, but I, I, they've got like a really strong midfield and a really strong defence. Yeah. yeah, their defence is ridiculous. Their spine is ridiculously good. That's that's. Have you I seen think. their under twenty one um, squad that they 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 did for the tournament? For no, but I can imagine it's really good. It's unreal. The, yeah. you, you'd have to have a look at it. The defence is ridiculous. Yeah, well, they've got so many. That's that's the issue. Yeah. They've got about. They've literally got six centre halves that get in our team as the first choice. Oh yeah, they've got Wesley Fowler in the under twenty ones. He'd be straight in that England squad. Yeah, exactly. I think they've got um, Kanate in there and Kunde. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, and they've still got Varane, um, all of them as well at centre half. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tete. Yeah. Uh, no, he, he's he's got he another one. Yeah, he's never been called up to a French French squad. But if, anyway, we, we can bang on about France. Yeah. yeah. But should we wrap it up there then? Anyway. Yeah. Cheers for having me on, Scott. Yeah. Thanks for coming on as usual, and uh, we'll we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening. Bye.